Hey, this is Pastor Holly of Open Door Sanctuary, and welcome to our podcast. We are so glad that you are here, and wherever you're listening from, we believe that God will transform your life through today's message. Be sure to subscribe so that you can get these messages every week, and I pray that you are blessed today. called me this week to send me a message this week asking, Pastor, any musical suggestions? Uh, I said, no, brother, not really. What's your message this week? <laughs> I said, the message this week is the ultimate gift as we close out the year. He says, all right, thank you. I said, thank you. So, my brothers and sisters, we thank Brother David for that selection. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Over the last couple of weeks, I'm sure many of us have given thought, long thought, and, and, and about what we were going to give our loved ones this year. I know I gave it long, hard thought. I'm also sure that, that many of us are glad that it's over. I know I am glad that it's over, too. You know, sometimes we, brothers and sisters, sometimes we get caught up in the trappings of the commercialism of Christmas. We get so caught up in, in gift-giving that, that we forget. We forget the true meaning of the celebration of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. So, beloved, this morning, this morning, the Lord wants me to talk to you about the ultimate gift. If you will, Please journey with me, turn with me in your life's owner's manual. That would be the Holy Word of God. Your basic instruction before leaving the earth. Turn with me to a familiar passage. The Gospel of John. And this morning we're going to look at verses, uh, excuse me, chapter 3 of the Gospel of John. And this morning, we're going to look at verses 16 and 17. Let us rise. This is our custom. The Gospel according to John, third chapter, verses 16 and 17. Most of, Jesus answered and said to him, Chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be 
saved. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whomsoever believeth on him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent his Son, sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Gracious Lord, Heavenly Father God, we thank you for this moment. We'd ask, Lord, that you would clear our hearts, clear our minds, and clear our souls. We ask, Lord, this morning that you would send your power that performs miracles. Consecrate me now to thy service, Lord, by the power of grace divine. May my soul look up with steadfast hope and my will be lost in thine. Amen. 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 You may be seated. This morning, I want to share a little story with you. Our friend, the rape, excuse me, our friend, the late Reverend Anthony Easton, <laughs> used to tease me about my stories. And it's been a while since I've shared a story. So this morning, I want to share a little story with you about a man named, by the name of Peter Richards. Peter was the loneliest man in his town. He owned a gift shop, which had been passed down to him from his grandfather to his father and now to him. The little front window of this store was, was loaded with old-fashioned things such as old-fashioned bracelets worn and lockets worn in days before the Civil War, gold rings and silver boxes, and images of jade and ivory and porcelain figurines. One Christmas evening, a little girl was standing outside and, and and it appeared that she was looking for something very special. Finally, the little girl entered the store, and behind the counter stood Peter, a man of about 40-ish or so, with graying hair. And the little girl asks Peter, Mr. Would you please let me look at the string of blue beads in the window? Pete took out the string of beads and spare, excuse me, and took out the spread, took out the string of beads and spread them on the counter. These are just perfect, said the little girl. Would you wrap them up all nice and pretty for me, please? 
cheap ass. Are you buying these for someone? They're for my big sister. She takes care of me. This will be the first Christmas since our mother died. And I've been searching for the best Christmas present for her. I've been searching for the best Christmas present for her. My brothers and my sisters, this morning, the Lord wants us to know three things. First, when he gives, when he gives a gift, he gives his best. When he gives a gift, he gives his best. Our text this morning tells us that, that, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. You see, God didn't have to search high or low, nor did he have to think long or hard to determine what the world needed, to determine what us sinners needed. He didn't have to worry about cutting corners. He didn't have to worry about how much his gift was going to cost. He didn't have to worry about if he was even going to give a gift. You see, God had not considered any need too important, nor had he considered any price too high. He didn't write us off as being hopeless. You see, when it comes to God, when it comes to giving, God is the ultimate giver. Nothing, my brothers and sisters, nothing we could ever give can compare to the gift that has been given to us by God. Some of us, not all of us, some of us, when we give gifts, we want to give the cheapest thing we can find. Some of us, when we ha ha, some of us want to ha ha ha. Some of us want to give the gift that is the least demanding of ourselves. Some of us want to give less than our best and have even ha ha ha. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Some of us want to give less than our best and even have the nerve to have strings attached to the gift. Isn't that right? <laughs> For God so loved the world. For God so loved the world. For God so loved the incarcerated. 
For God so loved the wicked. For God so loved the homeless. For God so loved the motherless. For God so loved the fatherless. For God so loved the prostitute. For God so loved the murderer. For God so loved the heroin addict. For God so loved the crack addict. For God so loved the opioid addict. For God so loved the alcoholic. For God so loved the fornicator. For God so loved the adulterer. For God so loved the homosexual. For God so loved the drug dealer. For God so loved us that he gave he gave us Jesus his only begotten son that whomsoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life so that we would not perish but that we would have everlasting life now church if that's not if that's not giving, then I don't know what is. Amen? The ultimate gift. Now, let us go back to our story. Jean Grace, the little girl, wanted to buy the best gift for her sister. That blue bead necklace would be the perfect gift for her, she thought. How much money do you have? Asked Pete. She took a small paper sack out of her coat pocket and poured out a handful of pennies and change on the counter. I emptied my piggy bank, she explained. Pete looked at her thoughtfully. Then he carefully drew back the necklace. You see, the price tag was visible to him, but not to her. How could Pete tell her that she did not have enough money? Just a minute, he said, and went to the back of the store. Over, he, over his shoulder, he called out, what is your name? Jean Grace, she replied. When Pete returned to where Jean Grace was waiting, he had the package in his hand, wrapped in red paper and tied with a green bow. There you are, he said. Don't lose it. She smiled politely as she ran out the door. When the last customer had gone on Christmas Eve, Pete sighed with relief. It was over for another year. Just like Jean Grace, when, 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 when we give gifts, we consider the age of the recipient. We consider who the recipient is. We consider what would be appropriate for the recipient. We consider the gender of the recipient. We consider the quality of the gift, if it will last. We consider the practicality of the gift for the recipient. Is it something they can use? 
The second point the Lord wants us to make this morning briefly is appropriateness. You see, when God gives, he gives an appropriate gift. Verse 17 tells us that, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him, his Son, might be saved. God knew we were sinners. God knew we needed saving. God provided the gift of salvation through his only begotten Son, Jesus the Christ. What a perfect gift this morning. What a wonderful gift. What an awesome gift. What an appropriate gift. No other gift that we could ever receive could possibly begin to compare to the gift that God has given us. Eternal life through his son, Jesus, the Christ. What could be more appropriate than that, beloved? You see, God knew we needed a savior, not a good example, not a good teacher, not a good religious leader, not a counselor, not, a, not drugs, not alcohol, not our wives, not our husbands, not even our families, but a Savior. Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son, is appropriate to our need because the Word tells us in Romans 3.23 that for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, not just the incarcerated, not just the drug addict, not just the fornicator, not just the murderer, not just just a fatherless, not just a motherless, not just a liar, not just a manipulator, not just a user, not just a deceitful, not just a deceiver, but all have sinned, but all fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 tells us the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. The prophet Isaiah tells us in the 53rd chapter, all we like sheep have gone astray. We all have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid him, Jesus Christ's only begotten son, the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. None of us are so good that we didn't need this gift God has given us. None of us are so bad that we can't have or that we cannot obtain this gift from God. Whatever, what other, what other gift my brothers and sisters could be more appropriate for sinners like us I can certainly think of one, and it's not, very, it's not a very positive one either. For God so loved us. For God so loved us. For God so loved us that he gave his only begotten son. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For God so loved us that he gave us his only begotten son. Now... Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah! Now, my brothers and sisters, let's bring this all home and finish the story. Just as Pete was getting ready to close up the shop, the door opened and a young woman hurried in. Without speaking, she drew from her purse a package loosely wrapped in its red paper and green bow. She opened the box and placed a string of blue beads on the counter. Did this come from your shop, she asked. Pete answered softly, yes, it did. Are these stones real? Yes. Not of the finest quality, but they're real. Can you remember who you sold them to? She was a small girl. Her name was Jean. She bought them for her older sister's Christmas present. How much are they worth? The price, he told her, is always confidential between the seller and the customer. But Jean has never had more than a few pennies. How could she pay for them? Inquired the sister. Peter answered the young woman saying, she paid the biggest price anyone can ever pay. She gave all she had. You see, the older sister didn't want to accept the younger sister's gift. Which brings us to our third point. When God gives, he gives to those who will accept his gift. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whomsoever believeth on him shall not, that whomsoever believeth on him shall not perish but have everlasting life. In order, my brothers and my sisters, for us to receive the gift, in order, let me say this, in order for us to receive the gift, we have to accept the gift. We see it in the text today. John tells us that whomsoever believeth on him, whomsoever believeth on God's only begotten Son, whomsoever believeth on Jesus Christ shall not perish, but have everlasting life. But has everlasting life. Verse 18 tells us, He that believeth on him is not condemned. This is verse 18. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. He that believeth on him is not condemned. But he that believeth not is already condemned because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. So you see this morning, 
In order to receive the gift, we have to accept the gift by believing in, by believing on, by leaning on, by trusting in, by relying on him, by believing on, believing in, leaning on, trusting in, relying on God's only begotten son, by believing on, by believing in, by leaning on, by trusting in, by relying on Jesus. You see... Christ came not to condemn the world, but to save the world. Christ came to give us life, and to give us life more abundantly. Jesus came to reconcile us back to God, the Father Almighty. You see, Jesus came to make us the head and not the tail. Jesus came so that we might be above and not beneath. Jesus came that God, the Father Almighty, might open unto us his good treasure. Jesus came that God, the Father Almighty, would bless us and all the work of thy hands. Jesus came that God, the Father Almighty, might make us plenteous. Jesus came that we might be blessed in the city and blessed Blessed in the field. Jesus came that blessed will be the fruit of our body and blessed will be the fruit of the ground. Jesus came that we might be blessed in thy basket and blessed in thy storehouse. Jesus came that we might be blessed coming in and blessed when we go out. Jesus came so that when our enemies come out before us, hallelujah, Jesus came. Hallelujah, so that when our enemies come out against us, one way. Hallelujah. Jesus came so that when our enemies come out against us one way, that the Lord God Almighty will make them flee from us seven ways. Hallelujah. Jesus came that God the Father Almighty will command his blessings upon us, you see. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <sighs> Hallelujah. Jesus came that someone might be saved. I don't know about you this morning, church, but the only gift I want for Christmas, ah, the only gift I need is God's only begotten Son. I don't know about you, church, but the only gift that I want is the gift of Jesus. You see, for God so loved the world, for God so loved the sinner. For God so loved us. For God so loved the disenfranchised. For God so loved the oppressed. For God so loved us that he gave his only begotten Son that whomsoever believeth on him, the Son, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world that he gave the ultimate gift, salvation, through his only begotten Son, Jesus the Christ. Hallelujah, church. Church, you can keep all the pretty wrapping paper. You can keep all the pretty bows. You can keep all the material things of the world. I don't know about you this morning, church, but the only gift I want is the ultimate gift, and that gift is the gift of Jesus the Christ. Amen? Jesus, the ultimate gift. Jesus, the ultimate gift. Amen? 
Thank you for joining us today, and I pray that you enjoyed this podcast. A special thanks goes out to those of you who give generously to this ministry. It's because of you that this ministry is possible. Also, thank you to those of you who are a part of Open Door Sanctuary, whether you support us financially, serve with us, or you just share these messages. It's because of all of you that we are able to reach people around the world. If you've enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and share it with your friends and family. Again, we thank you for listening. Now go out and live victoriously.